Hello, everybody. Welcome back. We're doing Daf HaShavua Yuvamis. We're going to be doing Daf Yudches now. And we're going to start from Daf Yud Zayin Amid Beis on uh, the bottom. Rabbi Yehuda Amar, Rabbi Yehuda says, Shemeres Yabam Shemesa, Asr Be'ima. So uh, Shemeres Yabam, a woman that was Zokok Yubam, she fell Yubam, and she died before the brother could be Yabam her. So you're not allowed to uh, marry her, her mother, because once she has fallen Yubam to the person, uh, she is considered already married somewhat to the person, and therefore her Kravim, her, her mother, becomes Asr, and the Isr of a mother is something which continues even after death. So, Alma Kasabri, Zika, you see, he holds that Zika is a, a real thing and it's considered actually married, so much so that even after the death, it continues to create an Isser. So, why doesn't he just say that Halach is like the one who holds Zika because it's a Machlik Stanayim? So, why does he have to make it as if he's saying his own opinion? Uh, he can take it just aside in the Machlik is and Rabbanim later on, that Mamal. So, the Gemara says, uh, if he would have said Yezika, I would have thought that maybe there's only Yezika when there's one brother, because that's very powerful, right? Because that's the only person available to do Yubim. I will betray Yezika, uh, maybe by two there isn't. So that's why he had to say this statement. So the Umar says, well, how can you betray what, if he would have, Even if he would have just said the halacha is like the man number holds the it would be obvious that he's referring to a case with his two brothers, because that is the case of Rabbi Huda and the Rabbanon later on. They're talking about a case of two brothers, so that can't be a reason why he had to say it in this kind of anonymous way. Um, so, al-i-yitma, 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 uh, I'm sorry, if he would have said just halacha yezika, habamini mechaim. I don't know that means as long as the shemeres yabam is alive. But once she dies, pakala zika, I would have thought that the zika is not like uh, a real marriage that even after the death of the woman, her mother remains usher. It's kind of this quasi marriage, and if she dies and it never culminates, then it is totally dissolved and no shred of it is left. So you're not usher and her mother. That's that's kind of a paka zika. So that would have been the happening. No, it doesn't go away with nothing, just with a death. Uh, it, 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 and therefore it's a problem and you're usher and a mother. So that's Rabbi Huda's opinion. If the Yuvama, if the, the Shemir Yavim dies, you're allowed to marry her sister. So you're only allowed to marry her sister because you're always allowed to marry the sister of, your, of a person's wife when she dies. But your mother, apparently not. So the Mara says, "Now who didn't feel to be ima? Really, you'd be able to marry her mother too." But I did a ton of reisha ishtish meisa muter bachaisa, being that it says in the reisha of that mishnah um, <coughs> that you're uh, the, a wife, you're allowed to marry her sister after she dies, and that's dafka bachaisa, and then you're only allowed to marry her sister. I will be You certainly can't marry her mother. To have a isur deraisa because that's the actual arva, the real isur deraisa. Tanami sefer muter bachaisa. Therefore, we say the sefer too muter bachaisa, even though essentially in the sefer you'd be muter and her mother as well because it's only uh, zika. Masiv Rav Huna Barachia also a maimer umeis says our Mishnah, and you did Maimer in this Eshesach of Shalahe Ba'alamai, so there's the, there's the three brothers, right? And one died, and one was born, and then the second brother, who was around the whole time, he did Maimer in, in the Eshesach of Shalahe Ba'alamai, and then he died. So, Shniya Chalas, the Tzara, is Daz Chalitin Ayibam. So, time of Maimer. The only reason why you have this Halacha 
it was because you did Maimer, but if you would not have done Maimer in the so then she would be totally not um, connected to the brother number two, and and then the, 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 the third brother would then be able to be Miyabim, his second brother's wife, because uh, that was an for his second brother he was around when he, he died. So you see that the without a mimer, no problem is created because there's no connection between the second brother and the original brother's wife, the Eshazachoshleibalama. But if you say Yeshzika, then Bezika, why wouldn't we say that when the Yeshazachoshleibalama fell to Yibum to brother number two, she that at that point already she is a Eshazachoshleibalama. It's as if he's married, and therefore the other wife is gonna already immediately at that point be considered a tsaras Eshazachoshleibalama bezika through zika and would require chalitza. So Really, this halacha would actually be true even if you didn't do maimer, um, and uh, she would require chalitza. You would not be able to miyabim her because she was a tsar. And shniyo therefore would be michlas chalitzivum leimiyabim. You would have to do chalitza naivim. So even though there's yesh zika, but it's not as strong as a full blown marriage that would create the situation where the tsar will be putter totally. So it's not that strong. It's a quasi marriage, and it does enough to prevent yibum and the tsar. But you do need chalitza. But regardless, you would need that chalitza even without maimer. So then halitani maimer. So why do we say maimer? Because we're trying to tell you chiddush in the other direction. We're just coming to demonstrate that we don't like bishamei that says maimer is kaina kinyan gomer and maimer alone is enough that you don't even need to do chalitza. It's as if she's married totally and and the tsar is a tsar sarva. So kamash malan that no, even with maimer, it doesn't make it more than zika, and both of them just uh, they prohibit yibum, but they allow chalitza. Eisve Abaya. So Abaya has different questions. There are two brothers who lived at the same time. One of them died without a child. And now the second brother went and was about to do Maimer. But it wasn't successful doing Maimer. Until he had another brother, which is an Eishas. And then he dies, number two dies before he could do Maimer. So So the first one obviously is, is going to be Pater from Yibam and Chalitza because she is an Eishas Zachar Shalai The wife of number a brother number one is an Eishas Zachar Shalai Be'alamai. and the wife of brother number two can do either Chalitza or Yibam. Why? Because he wanted to do Maimer but he didn't. So here you have very clear Mephorish that without Maimer you actually could do Chalitza or Yibam not like we said before that even without Maimer you can't do Yibam. And Iyamr Yesh Zika, and if you say Yesh Zika, why don't we say that she's a Tzara of an because of Zika, Bezika, and uh, she should only be allowed to do Chalitza. Taking so more answers, Hamadir Mary, the Hamar and Zika, the answer is simple. It's been established that this is a Machlekis Tanayim, whether Yesh Zika or Zika, so this is going according to Rabbi Meir, who holds Zika, and that's why there's no issue of being a Tzara Yesh Zika. Fine. So he, we're, we're, we're establishing that, that it's his opinion. So now the Gemara says, because also it's a Stam Mishnah, so we wanted to go according to Meir. Um, so now the Gemara says, Mis Rila Rameir and Zika. That's not true. Rameir doesn't hold in Zika. The Hatanan, Arbaachim, he had four brothers. Two of them are married, two sisters. And then there's a tragedy, and the two brothers that were married to the two sisters both died. 
So now you have two remaining brothers have now two sisters that are both Shemeres Yabam, and they can do Yabam technically. To, to, one could take one, and one could take another, could take the other. So, Harayel Chazlan is Yabam. Nevertheless, they have to do Chalitza na Yabam. And if you're going to tell me your mayor holds there's no Zika, why is there a problem here? Why can't they, why do they have to do Chalitza? Why can't they do Yabam? These two sisters are coming from two different brothers. So there's no essential problem. So highly abm highly abm Why can't we have one brother being biabm one and one brother being biabm the other? If you hold zika, so then it's an achos ziku kasei. So then you have an issue over here that whichever woman you pick to marry, you are technically married to her sister because you have yibum you have a zika to her sister, so you can't marry your wife's sister. So they both kind of you know answer each other because you have zika on each of them, and each of them creates a situation where the other one now is an achos ziku kasei. So if you hold zika, then it's not an option to be miyab, you have to do chalitza. But if you hold enzi, because then there's absolutely no relation now just because of the the, the fact that they fell libum. So each brother can take a uh, one woman and, and be miyab. And then why do you have to do chalitza? Mara says, no, loyalam enzika, it's true, there is enzika, but the reason why we don't allow you to do yibim is mishim de kasabra asalavatl mitzvah yibim. We don't want a situation where the mitzvah yibim will totally be abolished and uh, meaning to say that you won't be able to do not yibim or chalitza. Uh, how would that happen? Because the Dilma Adam Yab Mchad, because what happened is you might, one brother might um, be Miyab, one of these sisters, and, and it's a very unlucky family, and then as soon as he did Yibum on one of them, Mayas Idach, the third and final brother, will die. It would call Batlas Mitzvah and at that point, the next woman who is the sister will actually become totally potter without more chalitza because at this point she is a bona fide isha, so she has a tour of, uh, of erva and we don't want that uh, create a situation where yibum will totally become um, abolished and you won't even do chalitza so we don't allow you to get married because to avoid this possibility and if you just do chalitza then obviously you can do chalitza on both even if the other brother dies but if you hold why would he even be worried about bittel mrs yibum if you hold Ein Zika, you don't worry about that either. You don't, like, you just totally don't care about this whole um, potential issue. The Ha, and he proves it, the Ha Amar Ein Zika, because we know Ragam holds Ein Zika, and he also holds, and it seems to go hand in hand, that he's not concerned about the possibility or even the certainty of being Mavatal Mitzisibim. That's not Ragam Liel Amar, Amen Amen up. We're talking about when there, again, were two. Um, two, there's two brothers, and one of them uh, was a katan, and the katan had been. Um, I'm sorry. What was it? One was there. Were two brothers. And they're they're both gedolim, but one of them was married to a woman uh, who was a katana, and then her sister was married to the other brother, and the 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 brother died. And the sister that was the Gedaila, this uh, she fell libum. So now you have the situation where the brother is married to a katana, which is only a drabanadiga marriage. Um, and uh, because of this drabanadiga marriage, he can't be miyabim his shemeres yabim sister because she's his achayis ishtai. Now, if she would do miyun, if his wife would do miyun, that would be good because that would retroactively dissolve the marriage between him and his wife, and once that's dissolved, now he can go ahead and be miyabim 
the the sister, which is a true obligation. So Gamliel says, if they, she did mean good, but if she chooses not to do mean, then wait until she grows up. And then once she grows up and the husband is, is uh, she's a gedola and he's boil her, and then it becomes a, a, a real bona fide marriage. And once it becomes a bona fide marriage, then automatically this the sister that fell, Libum, will now become pater because of a chaisisha. I mean, she's going to have to sit around all that time, but regardless, at that point, she'll become pater. So you see there, Gamliel holds that you can go ahead and lichat chila bimavatl mitzvah zibam. You can, you know, stick with your wife, who this kitana, and then wait until she becomes a gedayla, and then be bail her, and, and be bail her shem kedushin, and, and have a full marriage to her, and or just... And what it'll accomplish is be mavatal the yibum of the sister that's sitting around as a shemeres yab man. He has no problem with that. He can do that even with a certainty. So you see that if you hold in zika, you also seem to hold that you can be mavatal mitzvah yibum. So Amulei during Amliel either Reb Meir Karamis, you're proving something. The Kuzering Amliel holds that it's mutal mavatal mitzvah yibum. That means that Reb Meir holds it's mutal mavatal mitzvah yibum. No, Reb Meir holds no, there's no zika, but he holds it's also to be mavatal mitzvah yibum. He does not allow being mavatal mitzvah yibum. It doesn't have to be. They, the two things aren't exclusive. They're not mutually. You don't have. You don't have to hold just because you hold one. You don't have to hold the other. And um, and, and therefore. We, they could be two totally different opinions. So the Umar says, no, there's a reason why we think there should be a connection here, because Reb Meir is Reb Meir has so, is so worried about Bittl Mrs. Yibman that he doesn't even allow you to marry one because there's a possibility that a Mrs. Yibman might come out of it. And Reb Meir seems to be all the way on the other end of the spectrum, and he allows you to go ahead and and that seems too strange to us that there should be such a radical difference between them. If they both hold Anzika, why would they have such radically opposite views when it comes to to Bittl Mitzvah Zibman? So the more answer is, Dilma Mandele Chayish, Afilu Levadele Chayish, Umanda Chayish, Afilu Seke Chayish. The more says, no, that's not a problem. It's it's a question of a value. Either you hold a Mitzvah Zibman as a thing, or you don't. If you hold Mitzvah Zibman as a thing, then you are going to say, it's, you can't be Mvatel Mitzvah Zibman, even Misafik, you can't be Mvatel Mitzvah Zibman. Even if there's a possibility, you have to avoid that. Uh, that that from happening, and if you hold that, there's no problem of Mrs. Yibman being bottled. So then you could go do lechatchila too. So that's not considered two radically different views. It's basically the two possibilities that there are in this machlokes. Either you hold or you don't hold Mrs. Yibman. If you hold of it, you're going to hold of it even in the Suffolk. And if you don't hold of it, you won't hold of it. And even in Vada, you can go ahead and be mavatel Mrs. Yibman. So let's continue. Amalei Abayel Rav Yosef. Rav Yehuda Dishmuel He. This opinion of Rabbi Huda, that Rabbi Huda, this the whole Ahmed, we basically have been establishing that Rabbi Huda holds Yesh Zika and he holds Shemeres Yabim Shemesa Asr Be'ima. You're not allowed to marry the mother if the Shemeres Yabim dies. It's really Shmuel's opinion that he is quoting. The Tanan, Mishnah says, Shemeres Yabim Shekidesh Achiv Es Achaisa. Shemeres Yabim that her. Uh, that the the brother, one of the existing brothers, was Mikadish, this her sister. So here you had brother number one was married a woman, and married to this woman, and he died. Now she is a shemeres yabim, and she's full. She fell even in front of a whole bunch of brothers, and then one of the the existing brothers went and did kedushin on her sister. 
So Mishum Reb Yehuda b'Maseira Amru Reb Yehuda b'Maseira has said was said was said in the name of Yehuda b'Maseira that Amru Hamten Achiyasa Achichamaisa don't culminate your marriage by going under the chuppah and living with her, wait until your brother, uh, one of your other brothers does either chalitza or yibum and finishes up the situation with the shemeres yibum, and then you can go ahead and live with her. Because what's the issue? The issue is the Zika, right? So since this woman is Nefelis Le'ibum to you, so she creates Zika. And if she creates Zika, then you can't live with your wife because your wife is a Chois Zikukase. So Kedushin is Chal, because Zika is not that powerful to prevent Kedushin from being Chal. But we don't allow you to actually live with her, to actually have Nisun and then and, and practically live with her because she's a Chois Zikukase. So we hold, you see her beautiful Messiah holds your Zika. So... And Shmuel went and said that the halacha is like Rebidu B'Maseir. So you see that Shmuel holds the Zika. So Rabbi Yehuda was a Talmud of Shmuel, and he was a Talmud of Rav. And if Rabbi Yehuda just said the Zika, and we know that Shmuel holds the Zika, so the assumption is that Rabbi Yehuda, when he made this statement, he was really saying it in the name of Shmuel. He had learned it from Shmuel. Now, just an interesting thing. That if you'll see, this uh, Gemara was actually in the exact same place in Mesechus Megillah, which we learned a couple of years ago, in um, Dafa Shavua. It was also on Yud Chesam in Megillah. Over there, the Gemara had said it, that Shmuel is chayish l'yichidah. Shmuel has this approach to worry or to, to be chayish for the shita of a yachid. So here he's being chayish for a shita of a yachid that the halach is like a Yehudah ben Becerra, and he's not allowing him to live because of Yesh Zika. So in other words, it's a Chumrah kind of, that Shmuel was Chayshish the Yesh Zika. And over there in Megillah was talking about that he, we were, we were, we were assuming that he held that if you make a hefsik in the middle of the Megillah and it's Kadesh Yigmar's Kula and it's enough time to finish that during that hefsik, you could have finished the whole Megillah, that we say uh, you have to land it again. Anyway, so it was just interesting that it was the exact same place, Yeches and Beis. So Amalai, the E de Rav Mai, so they asked him, Okay, very nice, let it be Shmuel. What's what's wrong if it's uh, Shmuel or Rav or what would be the difference? So Amalai, uh, problem would be it would be Kasha de Rav de Rav, that we would have a steer in Rav. That Rav was uh, quoted by Ravuna, that he said Mutterbima. So if both Rav Huda and Ravuna are quoting Rav, then they are contradicting each other about what Rav's opinion was. So the Mar says, Okay, it's not the first time that's happened. Dilma Maroyin and a little bit of Rav. Maybe there's a Machalik Zamroyin, exactly what Rav held. So the Gemara says, Since we have a very clear statement in the name of Shmuel, and we, he, uh, that's certain that he holds that and if we're going to say it's going according to Rav, it's going to end up being so then, given that choice, we won't put aside the clear, the clear choice that Shmuel holds and rather have Rabbi Huda be saying it according to Rav, where it would have to be a Machlaikis Fine. So we've just established that Rabbi Huda was really saying this in the name of Shmuel. And Rav Huna was saying it in the name of Rav. So now it's a Machlech is Rav and Shmuel, whether we hold Yezh Zik or Ein Zik. And again, like we saw in Megillah, it's because Shmuel is being chayish l'chidah. He's being chayish with this opinion of Rabbi Huda ben Maseiru, who is a Yachid. I repeated this to Rav Zvid. This is the way you had it, but we had it that there was no question. And we had it that it was clearly said. You can't marry her mother. You see that he holds Yezikah, and Shmuel was going according to his opinion. That there's Yezikah. So now it's good, it's clear, it's established, it's according to Shmuel, who holds Yezikah. Because he holds a greed of him, 
Betzricha, and we needed both these statements that Shmuel holds Yezika because they, they both teach us something. If we would have just said the Psak that Rabbi Huda said, which is Yezika, maybe that's when there's only one brother. But now when there's two brothers, you don't say Yezika. That's why he has to tell you the story of Rabbi Huda ben Becerra, where there are two brothers. Uh, and multiple brothers, and there's still a problem of Zika. If we would have only said then then I would know that there's Zika by two brothers, but I would have thought that's just as long as the Shemeres Yavim is alive. But once the Shemeres Yavim dies, then the Zika just explodes, disintegrates, and you're allowed to marry the mother. It doesn't have the power to extend after her death. That's why Shmuel said, this other uh, statement that you're not allowed to marry your mother to teach you that Zika does not go away with nothing and uh, it remains marriage even after the Shemar Yavim dies and you can't marry her mother. Excellent. Let's do the next Mishnah. And this is a Mishnah we should be a little familiar with from Daf Yud. Shnei Achim Umeis Echad Meham. The two brothers, one died, and the second brother was Miyabim, his uh, sister-in-law. And the after, only after he did Yibum, was the third brother born, Umeis, and then brother number two died. So the first woman is an She was married to brother number one. So that's He was born only after brother number one died. And the second one, who is the wife of brother number two, is now a Tsarasarva. Also, but Maimer, and if all brother number two did was Maimer, or Mace, then you do Chalitza on the Shnia, and the first one is an Eshel Shalei Balama, she's the Erva, so she's totally Pater. But the second one, who's the Tsaras Erva, through Maimer, you do Chalitza and Ayibum. Now, here's the reason why we said this Mishnah, is because of Shimon. We want to tell you Shimon's opinion that Shimon says, No, there is no problem of you could be Miyabim, whichever one you want, or Chaylitz, whichever one you want. Now, simple reading here seems to demonstrate that the difference between this Mishnah and the first Mishnah was that in this Mishnah, the Yibum took place before the next brother was born. So the next brother, once he was born, it was, it's called, he was Ashkechab Heter. He found her once there was no Zika anymore. And it postured, it would seem that Reb Shimon only disagrees in this case because he says that's not a problem of since he only came on the scene after the whole Yibum was already taken care of. But he doesn't disagree in the first case when the brother was born while there's still, the Shemar Yavim is still around and Yibum wasn't finished yet. So there was Zika and therefore it became Asr because of Shemar Yavim. Uh, but if you remember again from that test, that was a Machoikis and which they were about to see. Amr no, he holds that is not a problem at all, not in this case and not in the first case. Whether the brother is born after Yibum or whether the brother is born before Yibum. Both cases he holds is no problem of Eshashachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachach
and uh, therefore it's equivalent uh, as if they were married. And Reb Shimon holds that when the brother is born after marriage, it's mutter. And this is equivalent to the same thing as of being born after it's marriage. So therefore he disagrees in the first case as well. So Amr Rabbi Yishai, Reb Shimon disagrees in the first case too. Mamai, why does Reb Aishi hold that way? Midiktani Mishni Yisera, because we have this extra Mishnah. Baba Duresha, why do we need the first Mishnah? In other words, we have our Mishnah. Our Mishnah talks about a case when the brother was born after Yibam was done already, right? So this case is the bigger Chiddush, and if you're going to tell me that this is really the only case that Rav Shimon argues, because it was after the marriage already that the, the brother, third brother was born, so then let's just say this case, and uh, what will be the point of saying the first case? So, what was the purpose of saying the first Mishnah? If you want to demonstrate that the Rabbanon hold that it's Asr in the first case when the third brother was born before marriage even took place, so the parents says, of course they're going to say it's Asr. If, if they say in our Mishnah where the Yibam took place first and then he was born, that when he was born, it was already all mutter, she was already married, nevertheless, Rabbanan asked her and they say it is a problem of you think it's going to be be better uh, when he's born before the Yibam took place, like our first Mishnah? Of course they're going to say it's Asr in that case. So you can't be that we said that Mishnah for the sake of teaching you something about the Rabbanan's opinion. It must be that we're coming to teach you something according to Reb Shimon. So what are we teaching you? That, that, that Reb Shimon would disagree in that case too. That's what we're coming to teach you. So we said the Reisha to teach you something about Reb Shimon, and we said the Sefer, this, this Mishnah, our Mishnah, to teach you something about the Rabbanan. What is that? Now there's the first Mishnah was said that Reb Shimon is matter even in the case where the third brother was born before the marriage was culminated because Zika is so strong as Kiknusa. And our Mishnah comes to teach you something that the Rabbanim say that even if you were totally married and you did Yibum and you're fully engaged, still, uh, there is still a problem of nevertheless with the third brother, even though he's Ashur So the our Mishnah teaches you the power of the Rabbanim's Isser and the first Mishnah teaches you the power of Shimon's Heter. Ah, why didn't Reb Shimon then argue in the first Mishnah too, to make things so clear and wouldn't have all this confusion? Rather, he just let the Rabbanim say their whole opinion and uh, and then he disagreed with them. So his argument in the end is essentially an argument on the whole first case too. So, so if so, where is there a case that Rav Shimon holds of the Isser of Because our assumption is he doesn't disagree with the concept, he just holds that we can over, we can get around it with the, her being married or Zika Kiknusa. So when is it that you do have it? When there was one brother, just one brother. So only one brother, was, there, was, there was no siblings. One brother was alive and he had married a woman and then he unfortunately died or miss and then after his death only then was a new brother was born. So in that case, there's no Zika Kiknusa because there's no other brothers, and it's not Ashkham Beheter because she was never, no one was ever Miyabim her. That's a, that's a bona fide Eshazach Inami, in other cases, and this is a little bit more of a Chiddush case, betray, there are two brothers, but we're talking about the, the brother number two had not done Yibum yet, but he also hasn't died yet. So in that situation, we don't say Zika Knuso while he's still alive, 
so much so to allow brother number three to 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 be miyabim this woman. That would be getting carried away. So the one says bishlama yabam. Okay, so actually, let's see. Let's see Rashi on that. Rashi just explains that concept a little more. Um, so let's see. The Rashi Bermasla Inami Inami betray Acham, the two brothers, or Meso Achad, and one died. And that's when they had the third brother. And for the time being, number two has not been Miyabm yet, his Yuvama. But he hasn't died either. So then in that case, it is going to be Asr to this third brother that got married, that, that got uh, born. He won't be able to be Miyabm her. Because of this, the, the, the Zika of the brother that's not Bailamah. It's only the only time he becomes Mutter is only after the fact that the second guy is Miyabm her. Then it's paka zikas acharishin when because at that point it's mevatel the zika of the brother number one and she becomes the wife of brother number two, and inami loyib mahaycheni or if he did not end up being miabim her being that she's zokuk to him it would be considered kunusa but that only would be considered a final kind of marriage thing to allow number three only as he dies and therefore at that point it would be mutter to the third person but while he's alive it's awesome those are the two cases where you have, according to Reb Shimon and Eishes Zacham Shalayim that he agrees with. Either there's only one brother who dies, and then the next brother is born, or even if there's another brother, but he has not been beyond yet and hasn't died yet. So at that point, the the brother number three is not allowed to do anything because of Eishes Zacham Shalayim So now, the Gemara, what's the pshat in uh, in Reb Shimon? When the Yibam happened first, and that's when the third brother got married after the whole marriage was finished. So that makes sense. You found her Behater. She was uh, the, the first Zika of the brother is already gone. But why is it that when he's born and only afterwards do they do Yibam? So he kind of was born with the Zika being around, my time up. Why would it be mutter? So because we hold Yezika, Yezika creates it as if it's married. So the next part is Masquerisa has a question on this, and that carries into the next Amit. So we're going to stop here. And Amir Tzashem, we will learn Dafyu tests next year after Rosh Hashanah and the new year. And uh, in the meantime, I wish everybody a ksiva and a chesima taiva and a good kibben shdiyar, a shana taiva and masuka. Everybody should be zeche to have a healthy, happy new year and it should be a year of growing and steiging and learning and we should be successful to, in a year from now, be um, 52 blot ahead. Behezus Hashem, somewhere deep in the, uh, I don't know where that'll take us, somewhere deep in the 8th parak of Yuvamas or, 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 or so, or 7th parak. Have a uh, good day and a good yantif.